Cut for sound. That's Kev over there. And I'm Brian. And it was suggested to me, and I'm going to take it, that we do a little introduction at the beginning of the episode so people know what the fuck we're talking about. What or who we are? A little bit. No, what the show is about, basically. And I'm going to do that right now. So it's a show about nothing. It's a show. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I just said. Like. We just bullshit. We talk about poo poo and pee pee and caca and then war stories from our past. And we're just good friends and we both tattoo and we got funny, silly little stories from all that shit. And we're going to talk about it on the show. Now, I think the dude who told me enjoys watching the show, but he's like, you what's, need- what's his initials? CH. No, shout out Chris Hartman. It's Hartman. Not, uh, not Chris Hartman from Ocean City. Hartman. The skateboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So he he like was, he, he's like, I like he the show. He watches it? He does. And he's like, you guys are funny and I like it and blah, blah, he's blah. The man. And he's, he made a comment like, but for people who, and this is also something stupid ass cuckhead Mark Kohler said to me. And Again? He said it to me a while ago. Because he's such uh-huh. a cuck, I was not going to purposely not do that, you know? But yeah. <clears throat> I think Kev... If I could sum up what this show's about in like a few words, I would say like two friends bullshitting and talking about dumb shit that they're interested in and then making jokes about dicks and farts and stuff. I would say that's, I mean, yeah, I mean that, that happens for sure. We're definitely two friends that uh, make jokes about dicks and farts and shit turtles. Pee pee um, But there is no, we don't pre- determine anything about this show other than your bullet points you write down five minutes before we start and nine times out of time nine times out of ten it's really not even a bullet point it's just this dick yeah but um you're like the kid in uh super bad he's got the lunchbox oh yeah no yeah no but um he's got a point but like no it's cool but i would say we can have an intro that's the same every time doesn't have to be necessarily a description of the show or what we're talking about, but an intro for us, just like as the song's playing in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 here's the thing. How about, how about, hold on a minute. I remember in our very first couple episodes, we, we talked about this. We started a podcast with no name. With no idea. Yeah. And what we said was, we're going to figure it out as it goes. And yeah. the viewers are going to let it, we're going to unpack it together mm-hmm. as a team. We figured out the name on the first episode. On the first episode. So. In the middle of the. I'm episode. okay with introducing this little like thing where we just make a statement. I mean, look, Kev, as far as I'm concerned, as far as the viewers are concerned, I think they're, they're going to agree with me on this. What if we just lied and said it was about something different <laughs> every episode? Yeah, you know. We're going to talk about political fucking worldviews. Welcome to Cut for Sound, where we talk about things going on in your local community every week. Right. And then, and then I, I, when I post it on YouTube, I tag it with whatever that topic was. So people, stupid idiots that search that topic up on YouTube find our video and then they realize that we're just lying. You want to know what I want to do? I want to know what you want to do. I want to read the spout off. And just shred the people. I want to spout off about people spouting. We'll off. do a segment about people that want to complain. Yeah. I like that too. And complain about them. You want to know something crazy? Hmm. I didn't hit the record button on the audio. For the whole time. I'm lying. I just got, you should see your face right now. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. That would have been so funny. Yo, bro. The Yo, last the episode. surprise poo. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that killed yeah. me. I had uh actually had hit me up. I guess she's as she's watching and she's like, the poop? Like for real? Like, cause I guess everybody got faked out because we did this disclaimer. Like yeah. um if you don't want to say it, yeah, yeah, skip, skip ahead, ahead ten seconds. Surprise pooped everybody. Then you surprise pooped, and then and then we th- then we were talking about aliens. <laughs> we're like, oh, the X-ray. I'll put the X-ray in. I will put the X-ray in. And you're like, yeah. and remember that X-ray I put in? That was actually shit. Yeah, that was great. That was really fun. We fooled them. We mm-hmm. it was a it was like a poop caper. We robbed them of their dignity. Yeah. Now, nah, but if listen, the people that skipped ahead, do we really want them as our audience? 
no offense, but I mean, it's not like it's we have so a lot. So losing, losing one or two or whoever, it's not really. Listen, you think someone's going to stop fucking with us? If they've been watching up to episode 11. Right. What's this? 12 this, now? 12. You could call it. You could say 13 if you wanted. You but could, it's it's actually twelve. You could call yeah. It um. So that was my first bullet point. Actually, was like got this suggestion about the intro and and should we or shouldn't we or how how would we if we did kind of thing. Ah, uh, we'll think. About I mean, that. I I, I do really think we, maybe even in the description of the video or whatever. Like it's just you know I don't, we don't have to be honest. This is what I really want to stress that we could just lie. Yeah. We could say, well, what do you want it to be about this week, right? And then just, we'll lie. I'm with that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I I lied to you already. I bet you should try to, at the, end, about? at the end of the episode, you should try to guess how many lies I told you. I don't want to, I don't want you just lying to me the whole <laughs> fucking episode. I lied about the audio being, yeah. and then I fooled you. I bamboozled you even. You, you could, did. One could say. One would say you pulled the wool over my eyes. Yeah, it was wool. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it moving then. Okay, we'll do. And by the way, yeah, um, we're gonna do an episode where Kev does bullet points. Yeah, for all those equal rights opportunists out there in the comments, yeah. everybody's been saying how they've been I sending in a lot. I don't of get to yeah. talk enough, and yeah, nothing I say matters, and. And they're right, but the problem is <laughs> <That's crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> problem is we don't want to come across that way. Right. We want to come, but not across that way. For PR. Yeah. PR, we were talking to PR earlier and they said we gotta balance it yeah, out. Yeah, we bit. got a team. Um, I don't know if you guys they don't know, but we do have a team of producers on the show mm-hmm. that really come together and make all this possible. And they were saying it really does feel kind of lopsided. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we're gonna address that. Kev's gonna we're gonna, we're gonna even you know switch seats and everything. But uh, so rolling into the next bullet point, I watched this show called Midnight Gospel, and uh, there's only one season. It's really cool. It's animated. What the fuck's it about? I'm gonna tell you what the fuck it's about. It's about <laughs> Midnight everything. Midnight Gospel. It's on Netflix. It's a cartoon, but it's like it was on Adult Swim. But it's really Duncan Trussell, his podcast and his guests, and they just animate shit to it. And they're uh, really, really interesting episodes. And um, but anyway, the last one it hit home with me because they have to they have to take a like a one hour or one and a half hour podcast and like distill it down to the best thirty minutes and use that for the episode. And I needed more. So Did I you went. Watch so the I went. No, I didn't watch it. I listened to it. The actual I actually podcast? absorbed it. All the, the, the original yeah. Part. yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I listened to it, <clears throat> so the guy that was on the episode I'm, that got me all interested, he's like, uh, I guess ceremonial magician, like not, not like stage magic, like uh, like manifestation type vibe magic shit. He can manifest things in front of I don't know. No, I don't think it works like that. Maybe it can at some point, but I don't know. It's more like occult practices. It's not magic. Rituals. They call it magic. They probably spell it with a K. It's old. <laughs> it's, it's like Kabbalah. Oh, okay. Like, like ritual. Hermetic. Yeah. Mysticism. Cool shit. Mm-hmm. Cool shit. But anyway, he was talking about stuff. Now, the dude's name, I think it was Damien Eccles. The guest they had on. Eccles. But the stuff he was talking about was resonating with me, like hitting home with a lot of stuff in my own experience. I imagine for you too. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting and not to scare too, too serious, but go watch the show. Um, but he was talking about like, I guess this dude was in prison for something and he never really says what. And while he was locked up and whatever prison this was, super cool because they had this Buddhist dude come in and mentor the inmates. Really? Yeah, and he like got went <clears throat> down this like rabbit hole of like practicing Buddhism or whatever and like Eastern philosophies. And then when he got out that like he or while he was in there, he like got really into some of the Eastern stuff, which is very similar, right? Or I mean the Western stuff, which is like, you know, more occult practices, esoteric shit like that. But at the end of 
his little comment about his time in prison. He was like, dude, it didn't even feel like I was in a cell. It felt like I was in like a control tower and I was able to pull strings from there. And like, I'm probably skipping over perspective. It was, yeah. But, but also like to be able to manifest what you want, when you want, how you want is really interesting. And I think he was saying something to the effect of like, at a certain point when you're doing that kind of shit, you're like spirit wakes up to a certain communion that you have with your existence. And like, you can see God in everything. And as a result of that, every single thing that happens through your entire day means something. And you need to figure out what it means. Like nothing's random. There's like, maybe you're, friends on the other side or God, whatever you believe is like trying to give you a symbol to tell you something, a piece of information that's important in your experience through something, right? Like a bird flies past you. It's not random. That bird was supposed to signal you like everything has meaning. And it was interesting because I remember having a thought or a feeling like that at some point in my life, Mm -hmm. you know, life gets lifey and you kind of get away from like being conscious in every moment like that. But you know, have you had similar experiences? Yeah. Like the other cause, day, cause he was in prison, but we were, you know, we, we last didn't. night, actually, <clears throat> I went into my bathroom to take a shit. That's where the best work happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I look up on my ceiling right above where I'm going to do the, do the business. You're going to splatter the ceiling. And like I right? see one of them earwigs. Okay. With the pinchers on the ass. Yeah. On the wall. Okay. And then about, I took a video of it about, I don't know, eight inches away from there. I seen a spider. Okay. I was like, oh shit. And they were aimed at each other. They're going to battle. I thought they were going to battle. So I actually played devil's advocate and I got my phone out and I took my razor blade and I like. Did you even the playing field? No. Oh. I killed them both at the end because they didn't fight. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if, if the one, I was gonna let the champion win. It's Caesar over here. Yeah, I was gonna the let Roman the champion. I was gonna let the champion win, but uh, live. But <laughs> there was no champion, so I'm like, well, I'm not having two fucking. This dude's gonna crawl in my ear, and this dude's gonna bite me while I'm sleeping. Is so, that why they're called an earwig? I don't know. I think okay. like something. They look like they could fit in your ear. Okay, but so I scooted them. Mm-hmm. The earwig, because I wasn't fucking with the spider. Yeah. And he started crawling over there, and the spider turned to him and then started bitching up and walked away. Wow. And I thought to myself in that moment, I thought, wow, this has got to mean something. Yeah, that they're not supposed to die. <laughs> yeah. And then you killed no, them. No, it was just, it was very, uh, I just thought something cool was going to happen. Because when yeah. I was little, I used to take a bunch of bugs. I'd go collect all the bugs. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, I lived in the wild when I would just go collect all the spiders and slugs and daddy long legs and beetles and ants. Ants always fuck shit up the most because they don't give a fuck. And, they, you know, they just gang up and just fuck anything up. Yeah, spiders just run around the bucket in a circle. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they can climb on everything but buckets, but they they could never climb up. The really? Bucket. Probably because I put sand in there, and then it kind of created dust, and they couldn't climb. Oh, the slugs did. They did some damage. They never really got fucked up. I would like because they're slime. I would dissect Coats them. Sometimes. Oh, you would dissect them. Yeah, I'd pull their eyes off. You are a bit of a serial killer vibe underneath of it all. I would pull their eyes out. Really? Because you know when you poke them and they shoot their eye back in their head? Slugs do that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Them leopard slugs. I never played with slugs like that. I would pour Dude, salt on time, them as a kid. I would pour salt. Do you salt. remember my friend Renzo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> we're playing Jailbreak or Manhunt. Yeah. I think we're playing Manhunt in Wawa, North Wawa. And um, we probably had like 15 of us. Maybe even more. Yeah. Out there. I mean, you all play on one block. You had to stay on that block. You can go in the street, but you can't touch the other sidewalk. Okay. So me and him are hiding, right? And I see a fucking slug on the ground. A fat ass <laughs> slug, right? 
and it's super dark, but you can see like the <laughs> the silhouettes of yeah. each other. So I picked this slug up and I'm looking at him and like he don't know like I'm what I'm thinking or like he's not we're not like staring yeah, at each other. Can't see. But he's like looking around to see who <laughs> and I <laughs> I acted like I sneezed. <laughs> and you threw the slug at him. <laughs> <laughs> I threw the slug at his face. Oh my god! I was like, "Chill, <laughs> yo, this shit stopped his fucking face." And he was so fucking he was mad. mad. Yeah, he's did you get caught? Me. Nah, I did. No, but I mean, get caught for the game, man. I, I mean, probably, but I was a roof kid. I was always on a roof. On the roof, yeah, jumping roofs. That's the best way to get away. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> But no, nah, he was pissed. <laughs> wow, he, bro. He just freezes at first. <laughs> I don't know if he knew it was a slug or he thought it was like actual. Oh, so yeah, that's why. He just freezes. He's like, what the fuck is that? And I was <laughs> like, what? He's like, what is on my face? <laughs> I'm like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, Kev, get this the fuck off my face. I was like, nah. <laughs> he started chasing me. I just oh, that's funny. Ghosted him. That's so funny. No, I, I was fucked up like that. I've done that a couple times. I did that to this other kid Kev, one time. Wait. But you, with, with sand. I watched you walk through stores and just take spit in your hand and fling it on shit. You, it's not even, you're not even faking it with a slug at that point. You were just whipping spit in Walmart on the TVs. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I've done that twice. Right, you can't done it more than twice. Dude, I used to hit my brother with that shit from fucking, really? from upstairs. From upstate. Upstairs. Yeah. Was it, were you with me? When I got Frank Bro with it? Yeah. In the I, yes. In the Wait, Kevin, do you remember Mark's car? With the dog <laughs> shit? No, the boogies. <laughs> the boogies. <too. laughs> One boogie. I put boogies on his steer wheel with me and Brian were waiting in the car for him. He loaded him up. He never he knew. He gets in the car. I filmed the whole thing. Well, I can send it. Yeah. Oh, we'll put it in. Yeah, I got yes. it. Yeah. So... I put one boogie on the top of his steering wheel, one boogie on the bottom, and he gets in the car. He's like, what are you guys fucking look? What are you so funny or whatever? <laughs> We're like, nothing, man. Come on, let's go. And fucking, <laughs> and I'm filming him. And all you just see him like go to turn, he just spins it. <laughs> <laughs> one boogie, two boogie. What's up? I fucking beat you guys fine. <laughs> it's just, they're, they're just gone. Just buggies in his head. Oh my god! I oh, definitely so was funny. a piece of shit. I did some piece of shit. Shit. Oh yeah, we all did. But like, gross shit. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't big on gross because I I felt like I didn't want to do to someone something I did not want done. To I me. know I'm like that now and and then then but yeah, there's some people you know that I'm you were really gonna do it. Yeah, you were violating. Remember the pissy shirt? Wait, so we had this joke <laughs> with Frank about like I don't know why he was pissy. Frank, do you know why that became a thing? Like we would say he was pissy. Because he had a shirt with like he had a, a shirt stain with a st- on. It was like a very light stain. And it it looked, not, <laughs> we called we call it a piss stain. stain. <laughs> so then we were in this beach volleyball tournament <laughs> and we bought like a 12 pack of wife beaters. And White we, wife beaters. And we bought food coloring and we took a uh, yellow dye and the water and we mixed it up and we squirted every shirt with piss yellow stains all over it. And he was on the other team. <laughs> So we all, our whole team showed up with piss stained fucking wife beaters. And it was so funny. But I got a picture of that. Do we have a picture of that? Yeah, tonight? we're yeah. all lined up. We're all the- yeah. And maybe a couple pictures I might splice in because we did a little photo editing of the Frank shirts. with piss stained pants and stuff. Like we would yeah. edit Frank's head on the people who piss themselves. So I could throw them in too. Shouts out Frank because we love him. He actually but, hit me up. He saw he? this and he wanted to be on. So no he, way. He can't. Oh, but he's going to be on now. Yeah, we could uh, get I feel him bad. On. We should get maybe permission to put him in here if we're going to put his pissy pictures. No. No. Just blur his face out. That's the fun part. 
Well, I mean, we can. I'll ask him, but yeah, we're gonna you're gonna do have to it ask anyway. him because we like Frank, and you know. Um, not to get too far away from that bullet point, I want to mention something because it, what what it was saying is finding meaning in things, right? Being in the moment, being in the present moment, finding meaning in it. <clears throat> and the reason I want I I put that down is because I remember very specifically. I've always been very interested in dreams and shit. Like I did my yeah, I did like a, um a paper in high school, my senior paper, like the senior thesis. Uh, on lucid dreams. You always got a book on something. I do got, I got and a you, library You've books. given me a couple books. I like giving the, books the away. Mystery teachings of. Secret teachings of all ages by Manly Palmer Hall. Yeah. And my then favorite author. Me, He's right there. Yeah. And then you gave me a book on astral projection. Yeah. The silver cord. Well, you know, I like to spread things that I, because <clears throat> here's the thing. You sprinkle these little seeds of knowledge and maybe you're not going to read it. Maybe it's going to sit on your shelf for, for 10 years. Them. Yeah. I but still in, have them. But in 11 years, you're going to, you're going to pick that thing up, crack it open and you're going to read it and then give it to someone else, you know? Yeah. But, um, so wait, go back real quick. Talking about being present in the moment and finding meaning in things. Everything means something, right? So I remember I woke up from this dream that I had and I think I've told you about this before, but I was crying and I, and I was really upset. In real life? In real life, I woke up and I was working on a boat at the time when I worked on the tugboats in New York, um, which thank God I don't do that anymore. But I was working there and, and I'm glad for the experience because I got to work with my dad. But yeah. I, wa- I was working on his boat. I woke up crying. It was really, it really had affected me. Like I felt those feelings for real for like some time after I woke up. And uh, the dream was about my grandpa, who I never met, my dad's dad. And like in the dream, me, my brother and my dad were were like holding like one of those army stretchers. Like it's just sticks with like a piece of canvas that the body's Mm -hmm, on. mm -hmm. And my, my grandpa, we never met its body was on it. We're loading it into the bed of my dad's truck at my childhood home. Right. We're We're Linus and Linus. No, no, the childhood home. Yeah. So my oldest brother in the dream trips and he stumbles. And as we're shoving the body into the bed of the truck, the part he's holding drops down because he tripped, but me and my dad kept hoisting in and in the dream, the body like fell apart. Like half of it went in the bed of the truck. The rest of it was oh, on the street God. and the, the body was like waterlogged. Like imagine if you found a, a yeah, a, you know, I, I, like so when they it fell apart, right. It was yeah. swelled up with water. It fell apart. Mm-hmm. It was really gory and really violent, but I was really upset. So in the dream, I sat down on the curb and I start bawling and I woke up still bawling. All those feelings carried over from the dream. Right. And I remember thinking about this, like, why the fuck did a, did a dream affect me like that? Like so profoundly. Right. And I thought, let me boil it down to its exact nature. Let me get as specific as I can about why that bothered me so much. And I was like, in the simplest terms, my grandpa, who I never met, his remains weren't taken care of. Desecrated. They were, they, so his remains weren't taken care of. That's the easiest sentence I could come right, up with. Right, right, right. So I went over to my dad and I'm like, yo, when's the last time you've been to his gravesite? He's like, it's been a while. I was like, I wonder if it's like grown over and like kind of not taken care of his remains, right? So he's like, oh, we should go when we get off the boat, right? So we get off the boat. We make it a point. Did you tell him the dream? Yeah, yeah. So we get off the boat, made it a point to go to the gravesite. Sure enough, it, there's like weeds and grown over and we brought water and like cleaned it off. You know, my grandma and my grandpa cleaned it up real nice. And like, we had this meaningful moment together mm-hmm. about this dream that I like, so find a meaning in something like that to the point where we take physical action in, in a waking life that then has meaning that carries over. Like, like everything has meaning. You just got to like be I, looking for it. Do you think it. that... <clears throat> Something is sending you no something or do you create meaning out of things? I think everything has meaning. It's up to you to look for it. But what I'm saying is, do you think it's predetermined that whether you figure it out or not, that meant a specific exact thing or that you created meaning, you found meaning in it and they used that. I think both things are existing at the same time, all the time. Like a bird flies by and it means something, right? But it also means nothing. Right. So do you think that it means 
Because if I'm with you, it means something to me and something different to you. Mm-hmm. So we find meaning in it. Like our we we put me like kind of like create meaning out of it. I think, but but I think it's more than that. I think existing. I don't think something sent it. I think it, no, I'm not saying it's coming. You from know what some, I mean? But but here's the thing, Kev. I'm not talking about the dream. Uh, that's different. I don't think that that's, came that's from different. some source. But it did. It came from inside of me. There's a divine spark, just like there is in you and in everything that exists. And it's all running at the same time. And it's all part of the same thing, just like cells in your skin. <clears throat> right. But what I'm saying is I think existing here is a perfect experience. So everything that happens is meant to happen, was supposed to happen. And you're right where you're supposed to be at but, this exact moment all the time. But to the individual, not... It wasn't given to you. I don't think like, there's I don't, this like clear like, separation between like us for me, it's like it. like like I don't think I have a predetermined anything. I don't think I'm here to be this thing, and it was decided before I was born. Like, like I think like I think God gave me. Well, we're speculating. Like now. I have a destiny. We're speculating. So I just don't think that. Don't I, think, I, I think I, think I do think that there's some sort of like mysterious energy fucking I don't know if it's quantum or metaphysical. I don't know what it is. But I don't think that there's a, a guy deciding You gotta put that thing in your throat if you want them to hear you. I don't think that there's a guy or a, a personality deciding mm-hmm. No, I don't think that either. My life. I've never thought there was some <clears throat> bearded man in the sky personality thing. That doesn't really fly for me either. I just find so much hypocrisy in a lot of that. Like, <clears throat> It's ridiculous. Here's my thing. If God is perfect, if God's perfect, sees all, does all, everything, everything, perf- perfection, like whatever you want to call it, pure love or, or all that's good, anything you want to call it. For, it, for it to be a divine being of a divine law in that sense, it can't have a personality because what makes you up your personality is flaws and imperfections and, right, and right. opinions and biases that may, may not be. We, we're not a God for, for a reason, but but I think we are gods in a way. I think I think God is more of an energetic like uh, highway that's all that's good at all times, constantly trying to work in your life. And it's up to you to steer your car onto that highway and get in tune with it. Right. Which, but that's like, it's like, it's tough because I agree with that, that you got to tap into it. Right. And, and you could follow that. But I, I feel like that's also different for every person. Yeah. Because of like moral ways. fiber, mm-hmm. like what, is is right to me isn't right to you or right, right. it's subjective. like in 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 america you don't go chopping someone if i would feel bad if someone stole from me and i had to chop their hand off but in other parts of the it's world normal yeah. it's it's you're an asshole if you don't like he deserves to get his hand chopped off <clears throat> or her or whoever you you're know supposed what I mean? to do that like that's <clears throat> normal right everybody knows it. it doesn't make no one feel bad lesson learned He's got one more. He's got one more shot or he's got no hands. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, you know, like that's culture or whatever. But like, I feel like you're right. Like there is like this stream, this constant stream of, I don't know, you want to call it energy or whatever consciousness that you could tap into or whatever. I definitely believe in that. And I believe in like so many mysterious things that have yet to been. We don't understand. Right. A hundred percent. And a lot's been kept. I just don't think that fucking. God is sitting on his fucking throne. Yeah, it's not gives you free will. Yeah, but but gives you rules that are impossible to follow, and you know. But if you accept Jesus in your heart, you'll you'll, you'll be good. Yeah, it's kind of a bait and switch. But the, the what about the people that lived before Jesus, or the people that when Jesus was around or after Jesus never heard of them? In fuck, what about the Native Americans before Kevin. we got to fucking? Or whoever got to America. Listen, like, my mom, fucking bullshit. my mom, fucking bullshit. God bless my mom's heart. And I raised me Catholic. Listen, yeah. listen, I was brought up Catholic, right? I went to CCD and all that shit. Now here's the thing. When I was like, I guess I was like eight or nine. I found out about Santa. 
You found out that, the truth about Santa? Yeah. In that moment, I stopped thinking, I stopped believing in Jesus. I was like, he's fake too, then. Like, <laughs> the fuck you talking about? And I never fucking went back on that. Like, you know who's the one I thought was real the whole time? Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy. That's the one that set it all off. The domino effect with me. I found out about, I caught my mom putting money under my pillow. And I was like, so does this mean, like, what's up? The Tooth Fairy? What do you real? mean you woke up? I, wo- I woke up. <laughs> Proverb, like metaphorically and literally, I woke up and I was like, so what? The tooth fairy's not real? And my mom won't lie. If you ask her a direct question, she can't lie. So she was like. She's the one human. She, she's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then I was like, so what about like the Easter bunny? And she's like. And then I was like, okay. She hit you with everything. You- so I went down the list after that. And, and I was like, okay. That's great. Uh, yeah. No, that's, it was nuts, but. You know, uh, real quick though, switch gears. Actually, wait, before we do, how'd you find out about the big guy in red? <sighs> I know it's traumatic for all of us. I, I, I went, I wanted a pair of rollerblades. Mm. You want to be a fruit booter? No. Okay. I don't even know if I wanted the rollerblades, but I went snooping around and I found a yeah. pair of rollerblades. Okay. And I never told my mom about it. Still? I mean, maybe I have now, but I was I, I went snooping around the closet, found a, a pair of rollerblades. Wow. And I was like, wait, wait, I was see who gives these like motherfuckers fourth, to me. Or fourth or fifth grade, right? No, I already knew. I just knew instantly. I was like, oh, God. And then I felt so bad because. It was supposed to be a gift and I already know it's supposed to be a surprise. And I just, I just felt bad for like that. I did that, like a shame that I did that. Mm -hmm. And then I never did it again, but I knew. And then, uh, that was, that. that's how I found out. Yeah. There's one. I never even like asked, like I just knew, but I know I, I played along, you know what I mean? I was going to say, if there's one thing I could have changed, you can play the whole well, Santa can't Santa get you anything? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to say. If there's one thing I could go back and switch is I would have, I would have not let on to my mom that I figured out the big guy. I should have just let that one go like, oh, but the Easter money and two fairy fake, but the big guy's real. I should have went with that because I could have got. Uh, you would have talked on more hard Because cr- so. Christmas noticeably changed after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was the youngest, so I was the last one to find out. And Christmas presents noticeably changed. Right. When they didn't have to keep saying this lie alive. Yeah. You know. Um, moving on a little bit. The dream thing and the lucid dream thing. Have you ever had a lucid dream? Yeah. Well, I want to know it. So you're going to have to tell me how uh, you did it and what happened in it. So... I don't know if it's like pure lucid dream. Cause I got my own story to share with you after, but I have a lot, I have a lot of dreams and I have a lot of dreams I remember, but this one dream I remember, um, see, I don't know how like lucid it was. Cause I know you can, I couldn't be like, be gone to the thing, like the thing that was happening to me, Yeah. but I could like consciously choose what I did in the dream. So there was this thing. Oh, that sounds and, lucid to me. And I played two people in the dream. It yeah. was weird. So there was this thing chasing me through the woods. And there was like three angles of it. There was me looking through my eyes in the dream. Then there was me looking through the thing's eyes. And then there was like a, a third person view of yeah. the shit happening. Like me running through the woods. Like it's me running through the woods with trees, you know, trees going past me. And then it's like in a clearing you could see me running through the woods mm-hmm. and then there was this fucking, I don't know if it was a vampire or this monster chasing me. And when I would look, watch through his eyes, it, everything was red. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And I fucking come up to this, like come out of the woods in this clearing and I'm hiding behind like a bunch of like logs, kind of like fallen trees that just were stacked up like yeah. a fucking, like a hill of trees kind of. And I'm sitting there looking through, like peeking through like two trees, like that were like, you know, it's like a crack. And I'm like yeah. looking through like this. And this thing comes up to the tree line, like from the woods, and he gets to like the clearing, whatever it was, and he's just scanning like this. 
And then I look through his eyes and you see yourself. I see. Well, I didn't, I didn't see, I don't think I see myself, but I saw like the, the, the bushel of fucking tree, like branches. Yeah. And like, I can see him scanning. And then I think he, um, he just like keeps him moving, but like, he's like coming towards me. And then I fucking like look back in the other view and then I wake up. But so, like I remember like running and seeing that the I was like, there's my hiding spot. Like yeah, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But I couldn't like say, All right, arms turn into fucking cannons and just start shooting so, this thing like that. Like, or like fly. So there's like there's momentary lucidity in dreams and then there's actually having like a full on lucid dream. Right. I so, don't think I've ever been fully there. So I have so like around that time I wrote that report, I went deep. I went deep into trying to figure that out. And um, I remember having one experience or two experiences that were really, really there. Like, so the, the one I would do these, like these things that they're like lucid dream induction techniques. And like one of them was, it's called a, a wild W I L D awake induced lucid dream. So what you would do is you'd like relax your body, not move a muscle, but keep Before your... Before you say something, can I say something? Yeah. Just a quick thing. I feel like I have the most like type, like closest to lucid dreaming when I'm like in and out of that's like well, falling so asleep. So that's got, that's part of it. Like, like I feel like I'm kind of like right on the edge of waking up or falling asleep. Like, so, so the wake induced one, which you're on to something with that, because the wake induced one is basically you're letting yourself get to what's called hypnagogic imagery. You know, when you're like almost this <laughs> run that back one more time, hypnagogic imagery. Okay. I'm going to use some other schooly words here later uh, when we get into the next part, but I don't want to freak out the the morons that watch this because some of them might not like these words being big. No, hypnagogic imagery is basically, everyone knows what it is. It's that stage right before you fall asleep when you start seeing little flashy lights and shit under your eyelids, right? You're seeing like little, like a light show almost. If you like, you're, you're keeping your brain awake, but your body's starting to fall asleep. And basically what will happen is if you don't move a muscle and you stay perfectly, perfectly relaxed, your body will check with your brain. It'll be like, yo, are we awake still or are we going to sleep? And how it does that is it says your face itches, you're uncomfortable, roll over, your leg's not in the right spot. You're right. Ne- you know. And what you do is ignore it. When your face itches, you just. Like, I'm a fool my body. I'm gonna let it think that brain went to sleep. So I'm not gonna itch that. I'm not gonna move over. I'm not gonna roll. And your body is like, all right, bet, let will try you again in two minutes. So then two minutes it try, tries it again. It's a lot less this time. You ignore it again. Your body's like, oh word, we can go to sleep. So then what happens? It feels like when we get an x-ray. And they lay that blanket on you. Yeah. It feels like that. You can feel like your whole body kind of start to go numb. Like, or it feels like something's being laid on top of you and you might get pins and needles in your arms or I've even had things happen before I've went into the sleep stage where like, I felt like I was doing barrel rolls. Like my body was floating. Like my arms were up here, but they weren't like weird, like trippy shit like that. Right. So after that, you go into the hypnagogic imagery state (laughs) It's fun to say. Try it. Try it. <laughs> Hypnagogic and gimmetry. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. And you go into that. And then from there, you start to think about what you want to think about, where you want to go. And you so can. So your brain's awake. You're conscious. Yeah. Yeah. But your body's asleep. And you can start. And your to, eyes are closed. You got to walk this tightrope, though, between actually falling asleep and being awake. You start to let your brain get closer. Tonight. Yeah. You let your brain get a little closer to the sleepy part, but keep it awake still. Yeah. Start to think about what you want to think about, like what experience you want to have, but and let yourself tease it, like give yourself a little tease, blue balls yourself up, like get close, <laughs> get close to falling asleep, but don't but keep holding on to that thing you want to do. Like if you want to go skiing or snowboarding, think about the mountainside, what's it look like? And what'll happen is you'll see that imagery, them lights start to take you there visually. You'll start to be there. So that's one way to get into a lucid dream, right? And you'll just cross that bridge and be there and you'll be awake. Another way is to wake up inside the dream. And there's a bunch of ways, but the the one that happened to me was inside the dream. And like, that's more easy to do 
when you, people will do this like interrupted dream thing where they'll like, so you can track your, your REM stage of sleep is when you're dreaming. Usually it's like four hours in and you can like wake yourself up and then go right back to sleep and you jump right into it, but you're conscious because you just woke up. Right. And that's a way to do it. Now I didn't do that either. I had, um, there's like these, they, they're called reality checks. So during your normal day, you can just be like in a dream, you can't control light levels. So you could just flick switches. And if the lights don't change, you're dreaming. You, and you can't read text in dreams usually. Really? Yeah. It's like jumbled up letters and like weird shit, digital clocks. You can't read them. Right. So there's these things you can't do in a dream. You can't control light levels. So in the dream, I believe I hit a switch or something and it didn't change. And I was like, Oh shit, I'm fucking dreaming because I put it into my self-conscious like, right. You knew that. Yeah. So I was like, Holy shit, I'm fucking dreaming. So I went out, I was in my childhood home, which is like a weird theme in my dreams. So I came outside. I was at the corner. You came outside. I went outside. I, I moved my dream body outside. So I was outside and I thought to myself, this is exciting. I'm, I'm in a dream and I'm awake. What yeah. should I do? So I was like, all right, I'm going to jump over that house. And I did. Nuh-uh. Yeah. So I jumped over this house and I jumped back and I was like, that's so fucking cool. I was like, what like else? Like a superhero. So I started to get excited. I was like, all right, I'm going to turn into a fucking dinosaur. Don't ask me why. That was the idea I had. Yeah. So I started stomping my foot and I looked down and I saw my foot start to turn into like it was more like a fucking Toy Story dinosaur, dinosaur <laughs> yeah, leg, like, but as like Rex. this green fucking foot started to show up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I got really excited and I woke up. <sighs> yeah. So that was the one that was like really like legit. Yeah. And then I've had other ones that were like not even that cool. Yeah. I know you probably remember this. Remember when I first got clean and we were at Wawa? And you go, we were in your car. I don't even think I had a car at the time. And we, you go into Wawa and you come out and I had a panic attack while you were in Wawa or like a, yeah, I guess it's a panic attack where I was sitting in the car and I felt like doom or the end or death or like just, it's like a train of just devastation or doom doom is like the best way I could like describe it like on its way to you and you know it but you don't know where it is you can't see it you can't hear it it's just like oh fuck it's coming it's getting close yeah, it's close. a panic attack yeah so I had a couple of them but also what would happen to me I had I would get sleep paralysis yeah that's the fucking wildest <clears throat> shit in the world that's happened to me probably five times in my lifetime and most of them were once it happened as an adult, I realized it had happened to me once as a kid where I was like falling asleep on a, on my couch in my, you know, my parents' living room. And I, I like couldn't move. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why can't I move? So then as an adult, I, it, it happened to me. And the first time it happened to me, I wake up, I'm on that orange couch that was in like the Rio Grande house. Mm-hmm. That, like, I remember it. Yeah. Couch. I was on that couch and I was on my back and I wake up, but I can't move anything. I can't even like move my head to look, but I can move my eyes. Like I can yeah. like look at things. And I felt like I was choking on my spit because like, you, you panic, you feel yeah. this like energy or something and you panic. And I felt like I not on my spit on my tongue. Your tongue. Yeah. I was like, I'm losing my breath. I'm fucking, I can't breathe. I'm dying. And then you fall back asleep and then you can come out of it. So I started to learn. It probably happened to me like it happened to me another time. That's such a crucial like, point to do astral projection from. Dude, you I can get out of your body. I probably fucking. You can get out of your body. I could have fucking. Yeah, astral projection is completely moon. different than lucid dreaming. Astral projection is real, real. Yeah. So the, the second, well, the third time, but the second time as an adult, it happened to me. I was laying up in my bedroom, the same house. And. I had like my girlfriend at the time was laying with me and she's like right next to me, but I'm like laying this way, facing that way. And I could feel her. I wake up and I feel her. And there's always like this, like you feel like you're being watched or something. It's like yeah. weird as sleep fuck, paralysis bro. demon. 
and the incubus or the succubus mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And I'm laying there and I remember I was like, I'm going to scream help. Like I, I was trying, I was like, <sighs> like trying to say help. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. And the third time it happened to me, I realized that like, okay, you're not dying. You're kind of familiar with this now. You're not yeah. dying. Just relax, fall back asleep and you'll get out of it. So I like started to like gain a little bit of like Experience. confidence and control a little bit. But I couldn't, I never thought to like, so listen, do something. Next with time it. that happens, I want you. It actually to, just happened to me recently. No, next time it happens, don't try to fall back asleep. Just rock with no, it. No, what you're going to do is imagine a rope two feet in front of you. And you're going to imagine yourself grabbing the rope and you're going to feel it in your hands and you're going to feel what it feels like to pull your weight up with the rope out of my body. You're going to pull yourself out of your body and you can go travel around while your body sleeps. That's sick. Yeah. That's for I've real. Tried I've tried to remote project- view. I've, I've done it before. But like remote viewing. That's different than astral projection. Oh, okay. Remote viewing is just like dropping in and looking at something. Right, right, right. I'm talking about taking but your I, astral you seen, body movie, out of your body. The conjuring. That is a perverted version of something that's wholesome. Okay. So don't fucking worry about it's that. It's not going to be a bunch of demons no, and shit. No, and they can't kill you while you're out there. No. You might encounter some you low frequency. cut the silver cord. Can't, mm-hmm. can't it be severed? Dude, maybe, but no. Okay. No. Here's the thing. If you're... Like, what would happen if that did? Like, my body, I would just be in a coma? No. No. no yeah, no, no. I would wake the fuck you up. You wake up. It's not going to happen. But what I'm trying to say is there are low frequency, low level things out there. Probably. I'm going to do this shit tonight. But you're going to purposely yeah. try to get sleep. Paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. Pull up. Say what's up. Come find me. Cause I do I believe. Will. Yeah. I believe you can. So, but here's the thing, right? So the reason, um, imagine, I was saying, imagine flying. Yeah. Cause that's a, you can. I know, but like anybody who's who's curious about this entire topic, go read Robert Monroe, Ultimate Journey, Journeys Out of the Body. He's got a three book series that I read when I was like nineteen and I couldn't put it down. He does some really interesting shit while he's outside of his body. And he had it happen to him accidentally because he was trying to he was like a radio technician and he was he created binaural beats, which you can find them on YouTube. On now. YouTube, I see. I yeah, found, so I, he created that. Now. He had this machine where his wife had cancer or something. I forget what it was, but he was trying to do something with frequencies and he started playing one in this year and one in this year and the inside your brain would make the third one up. So there was three frequencies happening. He would do a stereo. And as a result of what he was doing, his experiments, it would like jolt him out of his body. Wow. Yeah, so there's something to be said for that shit. I bet Tesla could do that. I did have an out-of-body experience one time. I was trying to do it. I was doing the rope pulling technique like we talked about. And I had given up. I was like, I can't get the fuck out of here. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go pee real quick. And I rolled out of the bed. And I got around to the foot of the bed. And I looked up and there was my body laying there. And I felt the cat on my forehead. and And I saw the cat walking across the top of my head. And I went like this with my hand. And I was back in my body. It was like, I tried to like brush it off Uh, my head, but, uh, it was short lived, but I definitely was outside of my body looking at my body. That's why it was insane. That's why it ain't no fucking dream either. I know the difference between what a dream feels like. And that, that felt like right now is very different. Can you, uh, can you like walk through walls? You think and shit? I'm sure once you, yeah, I think you float right through them if you want. Could you do it every day? Could you do it whenever you want it? Yeah, he would do it every night. He had a whole in his book. He outlines his entire process of how he does it. So I, I had heard, I had read something about Nikola Tesla. He definitely was doing it, bro. He was that, running experiments in his brain. That's what that's yeah. what he would do. He would in his mind. He would go into like he had a workshop. He would do inventions. Yeah, in that's his what, brain. Yeah, yeah, he would build shit in his mind, and he'd have his like his, a workshop with his tools and now everything. That's for real. That's for that real. he would go mm-hmm. and he would like test shit out. Yeah. Through that and then create it in, in real life. Yo, you know what's so crazy? What? Last week's bullet points, we didn't get to this. Lucid dreaming I had written down. Oh, shit, really? And here we are talking about it. And I didn't know that when I wrote this. I'm going to fuck with that. That's pretty cool. Well, 
Uh, this is a silly little next one. Uh, I wrote wet dreams with a smiley face. So I never had them until I went to rehab and they put me on something called trazodone. <laughs> it was a sleep aid. And, and I didn't know this, but I heard dudes in the rehab being like trazodone and I didn't know what it meant. And, uh, they put me on it and I, and I would take it cause I thought whatever, I'll just follow the direction. I'd wake up with a load in my pants every fucking morning <laughs> and I wouldn't remember the dream. So I wouldn't remember the dream. And I was like, what a fucking waste. Right. Like what a waste. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered about that kid who I had did one have, when I he was like in sixth one, grade or some shit. I forget. But I remember rolling up my sheets and putting them in the fucking. Were you ashamed? Like disgusted? I don't know. Like I just hit it. Like I didn't tell nobody. Like my parents. Yeah, of course not. You're not confused hey, about mom. it. Hey, mom. <laughs> because whether I came in the bed or pissed in the bed, <laughs> it was. I don't want to know either of those things. Hey, you mom. My BP touches. No. <laughs> my BP's old enough. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> oh shit. That's funny, bro. Yeah. You ever get caught jerking off? No, but I, I'm, I, I when I was a kid, bro, you did? Yeah. Wait, what happened? I was jacking off in the bathroom. In the bathroom? In the okay. bathroom. In the bathroom. With lotion. Are you making that noise? That macaroni and No, because I always run the shower. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, my, uh. My sister walked in. Oh my god! Not walked in, but tried to like, cause this. I was like at the sink. Yeah. What was your? Where were you at? <laughs> I was like at the sink, okay. like over the sink, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And the door's like right here. Like, the sinks up against the wall. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she actually seen. She didn't see anything, but in my eyes, uh, yeah, I'm outed. You know what I mean? You got me. She knows. I fucking she knew. Yo, she got the door like this, and I can you see the shut. in the mirror. I fucking smashed that door so hard. Bro, that's so funny. I don't think she actually, she never, I don't even know if she remembers or, I'm sure it wasn't as crazy of an experience, for yeah. her, especially if she didn't see anything. She's like, what the fuck are you doing standing naked at the door at the fucking <laughs> sink? So crazy. Yeah. I don't even think that's the only time. I remember one time. <laughs> Go ahead. Nah, I can't. Yeah, you can. Now this you is, have to. This is kind of like a Chronicles of Ray. Okay. This is good. I do a Ray story. I remember one time I was jacking off my living room. Out in the open. My parents, nobody, uh, no. Everybody was my gone. Parents, it was, I just lived with my mom and my brother at the time. Yeah. And, uh, and, <laughs> Yeah, go ahead, but no, nah, we need all that. All right, so whatever. It's for the pod. Finish up. Okay. Laying down. Yeah, you're you know enjoying I mean? the fruits of your labor? Just yeah, laying, just okay. laying down on, yeah. that, on that same couch. I, I fucking sleep paralysis. No going. cleanup yet. No cleanup yet. Okay. Just laying there. Post not. Still got my shit in my hand. <laughs> okay. Fall asleep. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fall asleep. You fell asleep with your dick with in my hand. dick in my hand, dick out, everything. <laughs> and fucking my brother and my mom, I guess, no. came, came home in the morning. Oh my god! <laughs> you remember my house? You walk in the door, yeah. And there's like First a hallway, but there's see. the yeah. there's the stairs up straight ahead. Yeah. And there's the the kitchen this way, or and the, the living room, room this here. way, the yeah. kitchen this way. And they walked in, and going upstairs, they looked over. <laughs> And fucking, my brother said I had a kung fu grip <laughs> all night, all night, bro. I what? had my fucking yeah, my shit gripped up, and uh, <laughs> my, he's young, probably like twelve at the time, bro. What? Maybe maybe not even twelve, yeah. but maybe ten. Yeah, and fucking and. uh I was like, let's eat dinner. And I was like, get upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I think she came down, like, put a blanket on it. That's so like a dead body. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny, bro. Is that before you got cleaner after? I was probably fucking. Yeah, you took a nod. Nodded the yeah, fuck out. That's so funny, bro. It was definitely 
before I got clean. That is a riot, man. That is yeah, so that funny. Was fucking ridiculous. That's so crazy. I never, um, I was always he said like, my show was purple. <laughs> <laughs> you had that big old purple cum shooting fuck stick uh, out, huh? One eye, one horn, flying purple people. Wait, this is the thing I've been doing in the shop where I've been, um, it's funny. So the guy I tattooed yesterday, he listens to the show. Like him and he said, he like, you don't got any embarrassing moments like that. Hold on. I maybe, I don't think not like that. No, nothing. no, nothing. Not like I that. Kept, I was million psycho about not getting exposed. In yeah, that I sense. know. You're like, fucking, yeah, you're like a black ops guy. Yeah, no, I really would have been a really good, like, uh, yeah. special serve, whatever, special forces. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But uh, a strategic mindset, let's mm-hmm. say. Uh, so, what was I about to say before you did that? You're in the in the shop. Oh, I was in the shop. Okay, yesterday I'm tattooing this guy. Right, his name's James. Shouts out, James. Um, tattooing him and he's like yeah you know me and my girl just put it on we were driving and we put it on we ended up running through like all the episodes and he reminded me he's like dude you guys are funny like you guys say the crazy shit he's like but remember when I was here getting tattooed the last time what you were saying and I was like no what he's like you kept on talking about your cum shooting or cum squirting fuck stick <laughs> and I was like oh yeah my cum squirting fuck stick <laughs> Yeah, it's just fun that like the more you, and I and the reason I was saying it the last time he was there is because I was like, what's the most vulgar way you could describe your dick? Like, I was like, my big bloody fucking cum squirt and fucks like, and you just yogurt said, yeah, 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 like what? And I would like to see what you could come up with. You know, take I, take it home with you, make yeah, in the next episode. I'm home already. Yeah, take. Well, I'm saying like, <laughs> I know, I know. Think take about it, it. Take it to the bank. I'm gonna have to let it grow some interest. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but uh, it was so funny. He was telling me about that. Like, yeah, it's it's actually addicting to say. Sometimes, because we have really such a past where like we've created words. Yeah. And oh yeah. Phrases and sayings. Put the and, frittle on the sorted. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking. Like just everything, it, it's like um, contagious to people. I feel like, and they pick it up and start saying it and stuff. Like we do that. that a lot. Yeah, you know, I, there's I, so much shit I forget, and I'm on some new shit. People will say stuff to me. Yeah, that that I'm like, like they don't say that. So it's funny, like people that like Hoskini and, and just like, it was like a million fucking different things we used to just make up and say. I'll get somebody. You and I have started inside jokes with each other. Yeah. And then we just go about our days mm-hmm. and use them and other people pick up on it. Right? Mm-hmm. I've started things with you. Moved on to the next thing. Two different things. And like then after. I've encountered people years later. Yeah. Who picked it up from you, not me. <laughs> yeah. And then they use it to me like I don't know it. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck did you get that? Like I started put Friddle on Assorted. That yeah. was me. Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. then people will say that to me because <laughs> they heard you say because it, it was our thing. Yeah. And the same goes with like, you know, uh, the Hoskeen. Yeah. There was a bunch of them, but like, there's so many I forget. Like, uh, something with the flat on the flat, or yeah, something. oh like yeah, yeah. run flats, yeah, run flats. Started with run flats, <laughs> yeah. So many fucking but, things, you know. If anybody remembers any of them, yeah, send fucking them in. yeah, comment or send them or something. Text yeah. me, and and also throw in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube, um, how you describe your dick or your lack of dick. You know, right. as vulgar as possible. You know, you you might have a, you know, a slug squirt and fuck hole. Like <laughs> yeah. if you're, a, you know, a girl, boy, a she, him, a them, they, anything Whatever. that you are. Let's talk nasty. Get put dirty. Your, put it in there. You know, crusted over coochie cutter. Something crazy. Oh my god! Ew. It's like Mark's eye in between <clears throat> someone's legs. Like a pink eye. Yeah. Mark's got a constant pink eye, just in the one eye. It's just always he wakes up, but it's brown. He wakes up. He's got to get a warm rag to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck get a the cup of coffee out of his eye. <laughs> fuck a coffee. And his last yeah. name is that. Remember, he had a French crawler. French, <laughs> French crawler eye. Mark, Mark crawler. <laughs> um, I have one last final bullet point here, Kev. Okay. And, um, it was, it was a continuation of the dream thing, but I have a working theory that I'm going to explain. And then I want to hear what yours is. Okay. So 
my thoughts have always been ever since I experienced that little bit of a lucid dream that I had, my thoughts have always been that I'm going to get the whole thought out and then I'll mm -hmm. like when you die, I think you go into the dream world. I think that is the afterlife. And I think there's planes of existence that exist there that you can explore or whatever and, and go through different dimensions. But I think, and, and this is just my idea, I could be wrong, but I think that whatever you believe before you die becomes your reality, just like a lucid dream. Cause whatever you think about becomes what you experience. And I think that like people that die devout Catholics, they get, if they feel good about their life, they get the heaven they imagined and they got to rock through that purgatory that they imagined they would. And if they think that they're, if they're guilty and they believe in that shit and they die, I believe they go into some form of hell that they've conjured up in their own brain. And they can't leave. Maybe at some point they wake up, but I don't, and become lucid. But like, I think whatever you believed is what you're going to go into when you go to the next stage. And I think knowing that I'm going to go in knowing that once I get to that realm, you know, you just do whatever you want. It's your oyster. You can come back here and look in on people and fuck with them and like knock a sign off the wall or something if you want and be like, that's me, bitch. Yeah. You could be that sign that we were talking about earlier or you can go and check out the fucking light beings in the fucking DMT worlds. Or what, right, you know what, right. I mean? what, do you, what are your thoughts on this? So I've thought about that for sure. And I've thought similar things is that um, the one thing that I don't like about that is I want my family when I'm gone. Then like, you'll have them. I know, but is it really them or is it my imagination of them? Oh, I think that, that spirits can communicate. I think like, that once you're there, you're there with other spirits. I'm not saying it's all in your head. No, I know. I'm but saying that, like, imagine say having a joint dream. And my grandfather's a fucking Catholic yeah. and he's in You go heaven say, go help him. You can go visit him there. You go to his dream. Imagine multiplayer, Kev. <laughs> no, it's a multiplayer dream. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to go check out Grandpop over in his heaven. You pop in, whatever. Yeah, but it's like maybe he maybe he's not there right now. Where is he? Like, that's what I'm wondering. Like, I don't. I think it's it's not. Do you think you look the I, same? I think it's it's just everything's understood already when you get there. Right. I don't think it's like. See, there's that. And maybe like. It's like an avatar. If I think of you in that world and wherever you are, I'm there now. Doesn't It's not like a road that map. That could be happening right now. It is. I think when you go to sleep, you're in the fucking afterlife checking it out. Like that's with, the real world. Dude, I've had so many dreams and then years later had deja vu because I'm experiencing a dream I had when I was fucking 15. Like I've had precognitive dreams and I don't think time exists. I think you're just checking out another moment i'm gonna explain to you and i think i told you this before because one of them has to do with you i've had three dreams that blew my mind okay. so i had a dream and they all have to do with death okay i had a dream i'm not gonna say the one person's name because i don't want to upset nobody yeah because they really died okay but i had a dream i got into like I don't hang out with this person. I know him. I know him. I know yeah. his name. If he sees me, if I had seen him or we seen each other, we would probably say hi. You know what I mean? We have the same, you know, we hang out with the same, we're, we're, you know, same friend group or whatever at the time. So I have a dream in the dream. I get in like a, a fight with him or something happens. He falls, hits his head and passes away in the dream. Damn. I wake up the next day. He died. That's wild. Then I think I told you this one. I had a dream that remember angry Brian. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's not me, by the way. That's a no. guy who's so in was. my dream. Mm -hmm. Brian dies a Brian. Yeah. Brian dies. And I was like, Oh fuck. I was like, I hope it like, I, and I think I called you and I, I could just or text you or something just to make sure it wasn't you and angry Brian overdosed that night and no way. And passed away. That's why I don't know exactly that that's how he died, but yeah. he had passed away mm -hmm. that night. Then, um, another dream I had my old boss, Vic, remember Vic? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We all remember Vic. Yeah. Great fucking guy. Do anything for you. So, 
in his house, he had this like big fish tank that he had a bunch of African cichlids. And one was bigger than the rest because it was like the oldest one, whatever, mm. the, the, the toughest one. So I had this dream that everything, I was kind of like in like a lunchroom, like kind of like a hospital lunchroom where it is like, it's like you go up and there's like a rail system you can put your tray on and move it down the thing yeah. and pick this, pick that, whatever. And But the whole room's all white tiles with black tiles, little small ones in between, like, you know, like yeah. a like a little like decoration kind of thing. And on every black tile, there was a black beetle that like I had to like look over and be like, what is that? And you have to like squint to see it, but then like you'd see it like a black beetle on it. So I'm like, what the <coughs> fuck? So then I like, somehow I look over and there's Vic's fish tank and his prize African cichlid is all twisted the fuck up dead. Right. Yeah. So then I go into work the next day and I look at the fish tank. I'm like, yo, where's your, where's your fucking, the one It was like white and black, like mm. striped kind of, I guess maybe that's why the room was white and black. I don't know. It looked like a zebra kind of. And, uh, He's like, he died this morning. I went in there. He was floating on the top of the tank. I'm like, like, what the fuck? So I hate, I never want to have a dream about someone fucking dying ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, not that you're making them die. No, but who knows when they die? Maybe it gets, I don't know. I think when you're sleeping, you're tapped in. To something? I don't know. with With like base reality, you know? I remember I thought that was you. I was like, oh my God, he didn't. No way. So yeah. I hit you up and then you were alive. And then we go to like a meeting or something Angry and find out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. You know what? Anyone that watches this, we want to know if you've had precognitive moments, psychic things that have happened where you've known something before it happened. If you thought about somebody before they called, I want to know other people's experiences. I know it's common. I know people have it. And I think that's because we're all tuned in a little bit. And it's a, it's a matter of us using the gym, right? You go to the gym, you build your muscles and you can lift heavier weight. I think if we practice paying attention more to our intuition, we can use it more and tap more in. So, you know, Mm. I think that's a good stopping point. Yeah. Uh, subscribe. We need a thousand of them. Subscribe. If you got turn more your, than, <coughs> turn your notifications on. Uh, right? Ring the got, bell. Or <laughs> yeah, no. If you got more than one account, subscribe on all of them. Yeah. Because like you could make a bunch of accounts even and subscribe on them if you love us. We want that. We need it. And we get some ad money and make the show a little better. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Um. That's it. I love ending all abrupt like that. It's so weird ending, right? Yeah, but I like being all abrupt. Every dick on the block is mine. Every dick on the block is mine. Block. Every dick block. Every dick block. The block six high. The block six high. Thank <laughs> you.